Your return home after displacement lands you at the feet of kidnappers. You walk into the very battlefield you fled from, come face to face with the very terrorists you fear. You have lost so much, your job, your lover, and now, your home too. Welcome to Vestiges of Violence. Here, we talk about survivors. For Human Angle, I am Sabika. David Jafaru, a 35-year-old man, was living in Kaduna, working as a commercial motorcyclist when he got into an accident and broke his leg. This forced him to go back home to Dogonoma for treatment. Dogonoma, a village in southern Kaduna, northwest Nigeria, had been peaceful with the villagers living a simple life until terrorists attacked it in 2018. When the first attack happened, David was in the city working. The second attack, however, was on a Sunday after church. David was home at around noon when he heard the chaos growing louder and louder. His family ran as far as they could, leaving him behind with an injured leg as he limped into hiding in the bushes around his home. The invaders came on bikes with about three people on each bike and attacked everything in their path. David felt lucky he made it out alive. I managed to walk to the nearest town and I saw many dead bodies. I joined the people leaving the village that day. On that day, he decided to leave Dogonoma for good. David lost his fiancée during the attack just when their wedding was approaching. With his secondary school leaving certificate and an injury, there weren't a lot of work options for him, so he stayed in an IDP settlement in Idon, Mararabankajuru. Life as a displaced person was difficult. One day, David and his friends decided they would go back to Dogonoma to salvage what resources were left of the village. Unknowingly, they drove straight into the kidnappers' camp on their way home. His friends escaped, but David could not run. The kidnappers blindfolded him and some other captives. They walked a long distance for a long time, having no compassion that his leg was in a bad condition. It was obvious that my leg had a problem, but the kidnappers didn't care. They fed us once a day, putting the food directly on my hands. Some people even died because of hunger and unnecessary beating. David spent almost a month in captivity until his family paid the ransom of 480,000 naira. David's health declined after the incident and he spent a few months nursing his body before he received a call from his friend asking him if he was healthy enough to work. Today, he earns 30,000 naira monthly, working in a paint company in Abuja. But the cost of his feeding and transportation consumes most of his money. I used to pay 400 naira for my transport to and fro from work, but now I spend 600 naira. And that makes it harder to manage what's left of my salary. David is still haunted by what he went through. He worries about his future, 
what life holds for him in a difficult economy and uncertain safety. In the next episode of Vestiges of Violence, we will tell the stories of members of the Hausari community who were forced to endure the horrible stench of corpses that added to the statistics of missing persons dumped at the Borno State Specialist Hospital. In order to protect the identities of survivors, we use voice actors for this episode. If you or anyone you know have a story to share on vestiges of violence, do not hesitate to get in touch with us.